This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by the Practical and Fun Guide to Assistive Technology in Public Schools. Pirates, monsters, monkeys, and more keep you engaged as you learn tips, strategies, and insights that will help improve your assistive technology program. From setting up a stellar team to conducting consultations and evaluations, and from implementation to assessing success, this guide presents detailed advice to provide AT services that effectively and efficiently help all students. You can learn more about the book with the orange cover from the website www.isti.org slash chewat. That's isti.org slash chewat. And you can continue the experience online by connecting with other readers by liking the book on Facebook. Go to bit.ly slash atbookfb. That's bit.ly slash atbookfb and become part of the community that's having fun being practical. Hi, I'm Marcy Kaplan and I'm from Maryland. And I think you should go to the thinkport.org website for some awesome curriculum support. And now you're listening to the AT Tips Cast. Welcome to the AT Tips Cast, exploring and investigating the implementation of assistive technology in public schools. I'm your host, Chris Bougay. This is episode number 93, recorded on March 24, 2012. Benedict Arnold is probably the most famous trader of all time. I mean, if you live in the United States, when you hear the word trader, it's probably his name that comes to mind. History remembers this man who changed sides as a villain. In his final years, Arnold lived in London, where many people looked upon him with contempt. Even though he turned to fight for the British, people still saw him as a traitor, not a patriot. Poor Benedict Arnold, a victim of the bad choices he made. Lost, confused, befuddled, baffled, angry, contemptuous, tense, sad, beleaguered, beguiled, forlorn, bitter. There are lots of words you could use to describe the most infamous traitor in U.S. history. All of these words can be used to define who he was and how we think of him. These words, as it were, are part of his characteristics, his character, his traits. And so you could say, Benedict Arnold has the traits of a traitor. How do you illustrate the traits of a traitor? How do you capture and then demonstrate those emotions? How can one truly convey the wide array of feelings, expressions, and characteristics capable within the human experience? Through a cartoon, of course. Let's take a look at the aptly named Traitor feature of Toondoo.com. Toondoo.com is a comic generator. Although you need to register to use it, it's completely free. Like Bitstrips.com, another popular comic generator, and the one we use to make some illustrations in the Practical and Fun Guide to Assistive Technology in Public Schools, Toondoo.com allows a user to create comics from a gallery of characters, settings, and props. Because it's free and easy to use, I'm going to call Toondoo.com AT tip number 273. Toondoo.com, like other comic generators, can be used for writing prompts where students fill in voice bubbles, thought bubbles, or captions. Furthermore, students can use comic generators to demonstrate their knowledge in a fun and engaging way. Comics can be used in sequencing activities too, where a student places different comic panels in the order that makes the most sense. Comic generators are useful for many purposes, and Toondoo.com provides a wide range of elements that can be used to create a robust scene. 
Toondo.com also has another feature that, as far as I know, is rather unique. It has something called the Trader feature. That's Trader, T-R-A-I-T-R. No O between that T and R. I'm going to call it ATTIP274. Once you log into Toondo.com, you'll see a menu on the right side of the screen. One of the choices is for the Trader feature. It says right below the text of this icon that you can use this feature to make a character. Again, most comic generators have character generation capabilities, but what makes this feature different is the ability to upload your own picture to have as a side-by-side -side comparison for students. A teacher or student could upload a picture of a person. Then, a student could be asked to use the character generation tools to create a comic avatar matching the digital picture of a person. Some of the tools include selecting a head shape, altering the tilt of the head, changing hair color and hairstyles, ooh, my life would like that, choosing eye shape and color, and changing the expression of the face. It's this last one that a student who is working on social-emotional goals could use to create an expression for how they are feeling or to match an expression from an uploaded picture. Pictures could be taken of different people demonstrating various emotions. Alternatively, pictures could be taken of the student himself. The teacher could act as the photographer, or if you want the student to have some more ownership of the activity, the student could take the photos. Photos could be taken to demonstrate happy, sad, angry, or any number of emotions. One at a time, the student could participate in an activity where they create a character matching the traits or characteristics of the emotion being demonstrated in the picture. Of course, this could be done by fastening pictures on a monitor and using some other comic generator, like Bitstrips for instance, but it's just nice to have that upload feature so a student can easily do a side-by-side -side comparison. Once that character is created, the student could stop there. Or, the student could possibly place the character within a larger comic strip with a setting. The student could use the comic strip portion of Toondo.com to put that character in an applicable setting to demonstrate context. Why is this character so mad? What made this character so happy? Why is this character so confused? As you can see, it's a perfect way to address WH questions as well. I've used this strategy with students in a program for students with autism, and for the students involved, it really seemed to be an engaging tool for them to express their knowledge, not only for identifying and responding to emotions, but for other curricular topics as well. Once the comic character is created, the user can name the character and even has the option to utilize that character as their profile picture for within Toondoon.com. Of course, screenshots, remember that from episode 23, Wiggle Push Paste, can be used to capture the image, or you can save it by hitting the Save button at the bottom of the screen. When you hit the Save button, though, it doesn't save it in a very obvious place. In order to find it again, you need to create a new comic. At the top of the screen, you'll see tabs allowing you to add characters, settings, text, and more. The very last tab along the top of the screen is the My Gallery tab, and inside you'll find an icon for My Traders. Select it, and you'll see your collection of all the characters you've created using the Trader feature. So, now that you know about this tool, have fun creating characters and teaching students about emotions. Happy, sad, morose, or mischievous, I'd love to see what you come up with. I'm counting on you to send me some pictures. Sort of like George Washington relied on Benedict Arnold during the Revolutionary War. Will the results be different for us, though? That's up to you. If you use the Trader tool of Toondoo, I'd love to see some of the characters you and your students create. Please share them on the blog, Facebook page, or send them to me at attipscast at gmail.com. I'd be happy to post them for others to see.
did you think I'd leave without saying goodbye? I'd never betray you like that. Before signing off, I just wanted to thank Marcy Kaplan, the assistive technology team leader for Baltimore County Public Schools in Maryland, for providing the bumper you heard at the beginning of this episode. Marcy shared the thinkport.org website, which I'm going to sneak in here and call ATTIP275. Thinkport.org comes from a partnership between Maryland Public Television and John Hopkins University Center for Technology and Education. The website provides four distinct experience channels, Think Classroom, Think Career, Think Technology, and Think Family and Community, and each offer different content educators can use to differentiate the learning experience. For example, Think Classroom has an online lesson builder that teachers can use to create lessons that utilize multimedia. There's also an electronic storage bin called My Idea Box, where a teacher can hold selected resources for future use and share them with peers. The site also has graphic organizing templates, information on podcasting, woo, podcasting, tutorials, and much, much more. Those are only some of the tools you'll find over there at thinkport.org. If Marcy Kaplan says it's something to check out, then it's got to be good. That about does it for this episode. So until next time, may all your interventions be inclusive, may all your strategies be supportive, and may all your comic strip characters have smiles on their faces.